Hey, y'all. I'm I'm super honored to be here, and I'm going to try to, 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 to rein in my emotions just a little bit. Just to be honest with you, I was back there in the back of the room, and whew, I mean, the Holy Spirit is already at work tonight. Uh, Derek, your team is amazing. I'm, I've been blown away this week uh, just by your team and how it's just a well-oiled machine, but it's... But it, it's not just efficiency, it's spiritual power. It's incredible. You guys are, I hope you know what you have. It's incredible. Uh, and who knew Danny could dance? And, and, and I don't even know what to say about that. It was awesome, though. But yeah, my name's Chris, and I, I am glad to be here and the chance to talk to you about worship. You know, I've spent a good portion of my life um, searching out worship and what's behind it. And, you know, worship is a little bit like uh, jello. You know, as soon as you think you got it figured out, you know, you put your thumb on it and it squirts out that way. And it's like, as soon as you say worship is this, it's like, yeah, but it's also that. And well, it's also that and it's this. And it's like hard to, hard to pull in, you know, but I'm honored to be here to talk to you about it uh, tonight and next week too. Two parts. Um, but I'm from North Carolina uh, originally. Uh, I grew up in a, f- a family of six up there. I had one older brother, two, two sisters, uh, two parents, a bunch of dogs, and um, uh, played a lot of music, played a lot of sports, had a lot of fun. And, um, and my dad was a coach, and uh, he played a lot. He was actually a really good baseball player himself and a good fast pitch. When I was a kid, a young kid, he played a lot of fast pitch softball. He was really good at it. So naturally, when it came time for me, to play, uh, when I came that age to play sports, I played. I played a lot of baseball. And uh, some of you guys have played softball or baseball, and you know what it means to slide into a base. And when you slide into a base, you get these wonderful little things they call strawberries. I don't know why they call them strawberries. They're not delightful in any way, shape, or form. They're quite painful. They're, uh, you know, these little abrasions that you get on your knee and on your uh, buttocks. And... Uh, and, you know, you literally, at least for me, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and, uh, you know, your pajamas will be like stuck to your leg, you know, and you're like pulling them off and you're like, and it's like seeping through your pajamas and it's kind of nasty, really. But uh, my dad, you know, as long as, as, whenever I was injured, dad would like, as long as he knew I wasn't going to die, uh, <laughs> he, this is what he would say. He would say, it'll feel better when it quits hurting. Well, that's just not helpful, right? It was like he was uh, oversimplifying my pain. And sometimes spiritual truth can be like that. Like a fortune cookie. You know, you, break, you take, a, you take a, a fortune cookie, you just break it open, you, and you take out what's on the inside and you read it. And you, you, you chuckle, and maybe you show it to the person on the other side of the table, but you don't take it seriously, right? It's a fortune cookie. Like you read it, and it says something really great's going to happen in your life, but you don't really expect it to happen because it's a fortune cookie. So again, you know, you have a little chuckle. You crumble it up. You throw it on the table. You throw away your trash. You finish your meal. You maybe eat the cookie. You go pay your bill, and then you go back into the real world. And so, but sometimes spiritual truths have been taken by somebody 
and the, the complexity of them have been weighted into, and they've boiled it down into something that's not oversimplistic, but it's simple and elegant. And by that, I mean simple and powerful. Like an airplane ticket. If I were to give you an airplane ticket, it's pretty simple. All you do is you take the ticket, you walk on the plane, you, you sit down. How hard is that, right? It's pretty simple. You take the ticket, you walk in, you sit down, you maybe order a drink, I mean a Coke, uh, and, and then you, like, you take a nap, you read a book, you have a conversation, you watch a movie, maybe you take another nap, have another conversation, and then next thing you know, you're landing in Australia. <laughs> That's a miracle. That's not supposed to happen. You're on a piece of metal. A piece of metal goes up into the sky. <laughs> it's supposed to fall into the ocean, but it doesn't. And the reason it doesn't is because somebody figured out aerodynamics. They did a lot of complex work so that you could be given a ticket and just get on, sit down, and take a ride. And so what I want to do for you tonight, I hope, and next week as well, is to give you a spiritual plane ticket. And you have to decide. Some of you will listen to it and perhaps go, I don't think that's a plane ticket. I think it's a fortune cookie. You have to decide. You get to decide. We all get to decide.